Hello and welcome everyone to a Sports Ethos Fantasy Baseball podcast called It's Gone. I'm your host, Britton Allen, and today I'm going to talk about some uh, pitchers that I really like late, like impact pitchers that you can draft late in a draft and hold, you know, like past round 20, uh, one, one player uh, past round 30. And those play kind of not like a Spencer Strider, because I think that's like lightning in a bottle, but at least like a shot, like a Spencer Strider who can, you know, come onto the team late and just make a huge impact. But the first uh, pitcher I want to talk about is actually a reliever. His name's Taylor Rogers. He's uh, one of the relievers that the uh, San Francisco Giants signed in the offseason. He, as you know, he used to close for the uh, Minnesota Twins. He's now on the Giants. And look, I get it. it I've been in drafts. I know that Cam- Camilo Duvall is the closer. He was the closer last year. And I love watching uh, Duvall pitch. That dude throws gas. I mean, like 98, like sits 98 miles per hour on his fastball. He's awesome. He's 25 years old. Sky's the limit for Duvall, but, and here's the big, but, you know, it's the walk rate. Uh, the walk rate is in the bottom 15 percentile of major league pitchers. That's bad. And it's really bad when you're a, uh, you know, high leverage closer. And I was looking at his walk rates because it is on his StatCats page, Everything looks great. It is red, 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 red. But there is one big, big, giant blue flag, and that's the walk rate. And so the numbers uh, also, you know, back this up with uh, Camilo Camilo Duvall's uh, issues with control. So his uh, walk per nine for 2022, last year, when he took control of the job, and frankly, uh, as exciting as he is, they tried to give the job to several different people before him. But now, to his credit, he went and he got you know uh, a bunch of spe- a bunch of saves, and he came through in the clutch. But I think he got real, real lucky, and here's why. So his walk walk per nine rate was three point nine nine, and to put that into perspective, uh, and th- this is what the the fan graphs and everything I've researched issues like. So. 3.2 uh, walk per nine is below average. A, a poor walk per nine is 3.5. Uh, quote, unquote, awful is 4.0. And his is 3.99. So we're talking one one hundredths of a decimal point from awful. And awful is also a 9% walk rate. Duvall's was 10%. So he's literally in the bottom bottom of the league and walk percent and that's it it didn't it it worked out well for him last year it didn't come to fruition to haunt him but i think it's going to uh because you know these things have a way of working themselves out and i looked at his triple a 2021 walk per nine it's 7.04 holy s uh you know that is that's Two times awful. It it is wild. So 
as much as I love Duvall's fastball, I mean, he, he, he is a flamethrower. He's got all the potential in the world, but that walk rate just screams trouble for 2023. So I was thinking, uh, so I was looking at Taylor Rogers cause they, the giants just signed him to a three year, $33 million deal. So he wasn't there when Duvall took the job last year, but he's there now. And, uh, you know, Rogers, uh, walk per nine rate was 2.66, which isn't fantastic or anything, but it's, you know, better than average. Um, and his K per nine, uh, believe it or not, it was actually better than Duvall's last year. So here comes Taylor Rogers. He's got the contract. He's got his twin brother, uh, which is Narrative Street. I, I hear that. But so he's there. He's feeling good. He's got a, a, a lower walk rate, a higher strikeout rate than than Duvall and a brand new shiny contract. I, I think this could be like one of the one of the bigger. Um, you know, like save boosts you can possibly get, like not a sure thing because maybe Duvall will open the year as the closer, you know, in respect for what happened last year. But man, he starts, these walk rates come to fruition. And next thing you know, you're blowing saves. I mean, they've got Taylor Rogers right there to come in and, uh, you know, pick up the slack. So I think Taylor Rogers, I mean, he could be a 30 save guy that you could like a reasonable chance, not, not definitely, obviously nothing's, nothing's definite, but a reasonable chance at a 30 save player that you can draft in round 20 of a 15 team draft and hold league, which is, you just can't ask for a better shot than this, this late, because those players that are, you know, looking at Duvall's statistics last, last year. And he was great. He, he was really great, but that walk rate, it's just a big, big flag. I think um, that may be issues to come. So that's, that's the first player I wanted to talk about Taylor Rogers for the, for the giants. He's not currently listed as a closer in, in fan graphs or roster resource, but I think he's got a really good shot of being the closer and, and getting the bulk of the saves. Um, even though Duvall will probably get the first crack at the job, but there was another player too, that recently popped up in the news that I wanted to talk about also a closer. And then this will be the last closer I talk about, but Michael Gibbons for the Baltimore Orioles is really interesting. Cause we all remember Gibbons, you know, at his, uh, he, he's played for the Reds. He's played for a bunch of teams so he goes to the Orioles. He just signs he signs a free agent contract with the Orioles. And the the Orioles gave a press conference, the the GM, and he was talking about injuries. Well, one of my one of my you know favorite pilots from last year was uh, Felix Bautista, but apparently he's still rehabbing from a knee injury. He's not going to be ready for spring training. Now, that doesn't mean that he can't come to spring training and you know uh, be ready for opening day, but it it 100% means he may not, he may not be ready for opening day. It's not like they're going to rush him. Um, so they're going to take it easy with Felix Bautista. And another player I really like is uh, Dylan Tate. He was the, the setup guy last year for Bautista. Well, they've already said he's out. He's going to start the season on the IL due to an injury. And the other player that's got a lot of potential DL hall, he's also rehabbing an injury. So, 
I think Michael Givens, and I looked at his ADP, it's 576. So I was, I was like, wow. I mean, you might be able to get a, a, a you know, the, the Orioles closer. I mean, possibly I, for, for at least part of the year um, at ADP 576 and a 15 team DC. That's pretty good. Um, so that's Michael Givens for the Baltimore Orioles and Taylor Rogers for the Giants. I would hop all over T- Taylor Rogers in round 20, um, uh, especially if you draft uh, Duvall in the fifth round, which is where you have to draft him. And and uh, I, I don't know. I think that's I think that Watt rake is just too scary. But moving on to one of my favorite. I, I don't know if he's a sleeper anymore. He probably isn't, but. Gavin Stone for the Dodgers. He's in AAA. Starting pitcher is awesome. So I've recently been kind of obsessed with Gavin Stone. And for looking at his year last year, I always, and last year it was Mitch White. I don't, I don't know if anybody else was on the Mitch White train, but, you know, I, I like the Dodgers system. It's kind of like the Astros, you know you just kind of look at or, or Cleveland, you kind of look at pitchers who they've got in the, in the hunt, because there's a good chance they're, they're going to be productive and good. So that's one of the organizations that, uh, that I try to look at and see, okay, let's, let's say Kershaw uh, tweaks his back and goes on the IL. Let's say Cindergar goes on the IL. Dustin May has had some injuries. I mean, you know, they're going to be some injuries. So I'm trying to find out in these organizations who is, you know, an up and coming star that could get some time. And Gavin Stone sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, his K per nine rate at A plus AA and triple A is like, uh, like Duvall esque. I mean, his K per nine is awesome. His ERA has never even sniffed a two uh, at any level. He's just dominated at every single minor league level he's been in. He's not on the 40-man roster, that is true. And as we all know, my uh, my sweet prince, uh, Ryan Noda, uh, had to go on the Rule 5 draft because they just, they didn't, the Dodgers didn't have anybody to, to take off their 40-man. And he, of course, got picked up by the Oakland uh, Athletics. But so uh, so there's no room on the 40 man. But Gavin Stone is eligible for the Rule 5 draft come December. So they don't have to put him on the Rule 5 draft before December to protect him from the Rule 5 draft, obviously. But if they have to put him on the rule, they, they know that the, the brass knows they have to put him on the 40 man at some point. So it's not like they're going to suppress him this year to try to save, you know, time down the line, um, you know, AKA Chris Bryant. So if there's an injury, if Thor gets injured, if Kershaw gets injured, if Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, uh, Julio Urias doesn't get injured apparently, but he, he may. So they're going to call up in some order, Bobby Miller, Gavin Stone, and, uh, uh, you know, who knows, but just the pure success that Gavin Stone has been having through the minor leagues with the Dodgers, I think he's going to get a shot. He's got great stuff. He pounds the zone. Um, he's uh, been a kind of a development star through the Dodgers. And I am just, 
gushing over Gavin Stone. Yeah, I know. Gavin Stone for the Dodgers. I think he's the, a guy that you can draft in round 30 of a DC. Hang on to him. And, you know, of course, uh, uh, you know, maybe it's the, it's ridiculous to think he's going to be a, a Spencer Strider, but it's not that crazy. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's not that crazy, but I love Gavin Stone to have the possibility of making some starts for the Dodgers this year. Of course, the Dodgers are fantastic and striking a bunch of people out and looking good. I really like because he's had success at every single level. So, you know, which of course means nothing, but it's worth a shot. So Gavin Stone for the Dodgers. Okay. I'm going to stop talking about him now. I'm getting a little excited, frankly, a little hot under the collar. <laughs> Going to move on. My next picture is uh, Jose Suarez for the Angels. And I feel like he's just completely overlooked and for good reason. I mean, Shohei Otani is like a unicorn dinosaur that comes around once in a, uh, you know, 66 million years or whatever. But Jose Suarez had a great season last year. He's a 25 year old lefty who just keeps improving as, uh, as the year went on, his K per nine went up, his walk per nine went down and he finished with 109 innings pitched and 103 strikeouts with a three, nine, six ERA. And of course that doesn't scream, you know, Oh, you know, impact pitcher. But in his last 11 starts, he was great. I, and I love these kind, of, these kind of stories of finishing strong through the year. Like his last two starts, not his last two, two of his last four, excuse me. He went seven innings strong and struck out 14 batters, excuse me, 13 batters with only, uh, you know, two earned runs in, in, in the, at the, to, to finish the year. And he's part of that rotation. He's getting better. Uh, he, he's one of their, you know, kind of under the, under the radar. Of course, I keep saying under the radar, but under the radar rising stars that uh, is only 25 year old. And he just keeps getting better and better. And, you know, I also think the Angels lineup looks pretty good going into the 2023 season. Of course, I, I say that every year, but. Radone healthy, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Taylor Ward is really good. He's probably the buzziest buzz of all, you know, fantasy baseball players this offseason. Taylor Ward, you're probably going to hit uh, lead off for the the Angels. So the lineup looks good, and uh, Shohei Otani, excuse me, uh, Jose Suarez uh, is going to be a solid, I think, you know very consistent, great player to have that you can draft at pick 356 in draft and hold leagues. Just going to be a solid starter and kind of, you know, deliver, make a good impact, a steady stream of strikeouts and wins on kind of a, a I think, a surging Angels team this year because of the, the superstars. So I love Jose, – that's Jose Suarez of the Angels – uh, another pitcher I want to talk about, I've talked about him before, but I can't help it. I have to, I have to talk about him again because the news is official with Frankie Montas. He's out for the year um, with uh, surgery on his shoulder. And the projections say that Domingo Herman is going to take the last rotation spot. And that makes perfect sense. 
uh, Armand is, uh, other than a very lengthy suspension for, I believe it was domestic violence, but he's been pretty respect, pretty respectable with his starts. But that's not the player that I want. The player I want is Clark Schmidt. And I love Clark Schmidt for his potential. Like, I think we know that Domingo Armand is going to have some decent games, uh, you know, and then some bad games. But Clark Schmidt is a guy that you can draft later than Domingo Armand. And I think he's going to get a shot and have like good to great games. And here's why. So in 2022, he got five wins with a 3-1-2 ERA. And as the season rolled on, um, he started nine games, right? So as the season went on, every single metric, pitching metric that you can look at for Clark Schmidt ticked up. Uh, Especially his swinging strike rate went up. His strikeouts went up. His second half X ERA and X whip looked great, like not good, great. And they just kept ticking up. He just kept getting better and better. And I don't know if that's just he got more comfortable uh, at, at the big league level, you know, pit, pitch, uh, pitching coach got to him or what. But, um, you know, he's just a he's a, a player with the stuff and the pedigree that can really burst onto the scene when the Yankees need spot starters. Because, look, you know, Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino, and probably Domingo Mon, they're all going on the IL at some point. That's 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 happening. Um, I would I would bet all the tea in China that at some point those players are going to go on go on the IL. And there is a 100% chance that the player that they bring up from AA to, to make those starts and to fill that rotation spot is Clark Schmidt. And he proved it last year that not only can he be good, he can be really good and really effective and make a case for being on the starting rotation, which is uh, where he belongs, I think. But of course, I, I do agree that, you know, Domingo Armand will will get the the, the first crack at Montas's um, uh, starting rotation spot. So those are the players that I think are a great great buy this year impact pitchers late uh, my my favorite of course is <laughs> i can't stop talking about him is uh gavin stone with the dodgers the uh closer that i think could reasonably have 30 saves that you can draft in round 20 taylor rogers for the san francisco giants love taylor rogers also take a look at michael Givens, it appears that there's some injuries in the bullpen to the Orioles, and I like the Orioles to win some games this year, like everybody else. Uh, so, Michael Givens, with uh, if Batista and Tate start the year on the IL or slowed by injuries, he's a great shot to pick up some some saves early. And my kind of my sneaky guy is Jose Suarez of the Angels. I really like him. He, he's just getting better. He's 25, and he's just getting better and better. Uh, everything looks good for him on a surprisingly good Angels team that I think is going to win some games. And with those superstars, they got a you know they got some good mojo, and hopefully Rendon can actually make Rendon can actually make it through a season uh, somewhat healthy. But 
those are the the impact pitchers that I love that you can draft around 20 or even later. I uh, appreciate you listening and have a great day. I'll talk to you next week.